Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You think you can fix me? Jean, you are not broken. This is the end. Beautiful friend. The mind is a fragile thing. It takes only the slightest tap to tip it in the wrong direction. This Charles, what did you do? I had to keep her stable. I protected her. From the truth? Welcome to Second Take Podcast Review of X-Men Dark Phoenix. I came looking for answers. You feel like you don't belong here. You don't. Starring... Jennifer Lawrence, Evan Peters, James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain, Sophie Turner, Michael Fassbender, Nicholas Holt, Ty Sheridan, Cody Smith McPhee, and Alexandra Ship. You're looking for permission. Gene. She's all rage, pain, and it's all coming out at once. Jean lost control, but she's still our friend. This is your fault, Charles. The world is on the brink. I'm sorry, I didn't stop it sooner. You're always sorry, Charles, and there's always a speech, and nobody cares. Still Written by John Byrne, Chris Claremont, Dave Cockrum, and Simon Kinberg, and directed by Simon Kinberg. They're right to fear me. I've seen evil. I'm looking at it now. I'm sorry I didn't stop this sooner. And I'm I'm Sebastian. Hi, it's it's me, Sebastian. Charles. What did you do? No, seriously. I'm Alex. <laughs> Why did you make me do that? Or alternatively, I... <laughs> Why are you looking at me when you say this? I've seen evil and I'm looking at it now. Stop looking at me. <laughs> and I'm Andy Schossler and oh. seeing this film was Seb's idea. And welcome yeah. to our <laughs> review of Dark Phoenix. Dark did they, Phoenix. they dropped X-Men from this title, right? It's just Dark it's Phoenix. It's just Dark Phoenix. Uh, that's where Dark Knight. Oh no, they're doing a Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> because Raven wanted it to be d- d- uh, X Women. Yes. And they couldn't fit that on the title thing. Raven wanted it to be the X Women Dark Phoenix. Yeah. That's a really long title. It's good instinct. <laughs> okay. So we're seeing this movie a little bit later than we kind of anticipated to. I don't think it matters. You know, it didn't matter. <laughs> um, I disagree. So we, we had a choice. Later. <laughs> True. 
we had a choice two weeks ago. Yeah, we did. Because we had to. Go, we were already going to the theaters yeah. anyway. Do we see the competent, the highly anticipated, the greatest movie of all time, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, I or Dark Phoenix? <laughs> <laughs> or do we see this? And it may have seemed like a bit of a coin flick, but I was like, I want to see a movie with an audience. So I went for the one that would have an audience. Hey, and mine had an audience last night at 6.15. What? How, how many were in your cinema? It was a good four of us. I saw, I saw wait, this. wait, is that including you? Because I yes. also had four of us, including my wife, myself, and the other two people that were in the cinema. Yeah. I, I saw this on a Tuesday night, I think the Tuesday after premiere, yep. um, which is traditionally uh, the budget uh, night. Yep. I think tickets are no more than $8 or so. That's pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Well, half price, essentially. Ooh. And yeah, I think, I think there were five people in the cinema. Nice. Even then. <laughs> we paid weirdly low for our tickets. So we paid $31 total. And that was wow. two, two, la- two large drinks and a popcorn and our tickets. Oh my God. Which is actually, now that I think about it, because I think the guy said that our drinks and popcorn were $15, which means we paid $7, $8, because it was a little bit over for our tickets, actually. It's not bad. That's fine. That's good. That sounds all right. Wow. Once again, the Strathpine Are you cinemas- including the, uh, the title to your car in that, that you had to hand over for the- for the popcorn? No, I walked. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers don't think I have a car. <laughs> but no, um, it was empty. But to be fair, my cinema that I always go to is, if it's if any cinema is going to be empty, it's mine. Like I said, when I went to see Solo, I saw it solo. Like it was just me. I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's- I mean, Han Mono. When we go there for Marvel movies, for example, though, you it's know. full. You know. So my- Cinema does get audiences in for the, you know certain movies. In quotes. I am a man out of touch with pop culture because I, for the life of me, do not understand why all Marvel films are popular. There are some but, good ones. Yeah. But I don't get why comic book movies are popular because it's, well, this it's just rubbish to wasn't. me. I think they're much more effective as 20-minute cartoons than they have ever been as feature-length films. But, but like TV. That too. We've got two different different points going on here. There are some competent, you know, some good ones that have been made. Guardians of the Galaxy is an excellent comic book film. Only one or two? One. Two is really good. How dare you? Two wasn't as good, but it was still, I still consider them the same. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy, that that, that little mini franchise, that sub franchise, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Ant Man was great, a great comedy film. Uh, Ant Man 2. Walton <laughs> Goggins was in it. <laughs> so good. But when they but when they try and make it serious, it's never it's never no, really that, that's Harry Potter. Serious is it? <laughs> I've never been satisfied with a serious comic book film, but I have been with a serious cartoon. Okay. I think you can be very serious in an animated the um, X Men cartoon short. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a film length. To, to get its point across. Just so I can clarify, when you don't say you haven't liked a serious one, so you Winter Soldier or the Dark Knight trilogy, you haven't gotten into any of those? No. Even the Dark Knight ones, no. really? Dark- they're normally the ones that, they're, they're, they're the flypaper on the wall. They'll catch anything, you know? Look, Dark Knight I liked. It was long though. It was unnecessarily long. Did you watch Batman Begins though? I saw afterwards. Dark Knight was the first of those yep. of, uh, of those three that I that I saw. What about the Dark Knight Rises? That's a long one. I would say out of all the ones that felt long to me, at, out of all of them, I would say that's the long one that you've got to yeah. like sit down. Which one has Bane in it? That's Dark that's Knight. Rises. Rises. That's Rises. So Joker's Dark Knight. 
Yes, which yeah. is universally okay, so the good okay, one. So, you know, so I saw the those best the right... film in the last twenty years. Super, yeah. Like best superhero film. Yeah. And I'll say it was film. it was good. It was long, but it was but it was good. So I saw those the right way around, and then Batman Begins. Okay, um, I saw after seeing seeing those two. You know, when we look at like serious superhero movies, and let's go back. Like X Men started in two thousand. This franchise, yeah, and. Around about that time, the only other serious superhero film that we'd have is the the first Blade movie. Uh, yeah, which actually. I remember being quite fun. Um, it wasn't. I mean, occasionally Wesley Snipes would have a little bit of a quip, but it was mostly earnestly done. What a gritty, shitty world this is. Okay, X Men was the first one that wasn't laughing um, at its at its subject matter. No, it was it was, it, it was taking it seriously, and it, it, it you know had a, had had a few moments that were a little bit. Uh, you know, jokey or farcical, but essentially it was playing it straight, and it what, and it what, worked. What was the character that couldn't touch people? What was her name again? Rogue. Rogue. Yep. Yeah. They, right, should, that- they should just redo that with common uh, <laughs> current um, like graphics and CGI. That's and how actors. You, that's how you do origins. You take two minutes of a film where the character is going to be important later on, and you 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 say this is the gimmick for them. This is what they're struggling with. Good. Let's move on. It doesn't need a whole movie dedicated to how yes. they got how they got those yeah. shorts. Or the jacket. Or the jacket. Their sunglasses. Got- okay. So looking at what this film is, like Dark Phoenix, where this sits in the franchise, this is, I mean, for all intents and purposes, this might very well be the last X-Men film we're getting under Fox because it doesn't look like New Mutants is going to get a release. I hope this is the last. X-Men Which, film. honestly, genuine pity because New Mutants had a really great trailer to it. It looked like a horror movie. It looks really fun, but it'll we'll, we'll get it in some form. There is speculation that it might come to the Disney streaming service if they want it. There but are it's a somewhere. thousand writers out there with a thousand great ideas that are not, that are just being filtered out because all the studios are doing is rehashing this crap that, you know, Hollywood hasn't had a genuine original idea in the last 20 years. I assume you're dating back to Gremlins. Is that <laughs> the last original idea of Hollywood? <laughs> but this is the last film before Disney effectively, well, they've bought Fox. Yeah. So if we, so, when we next get the X-Men, there'll be different people, different casts, well, and part of Marvel. Proper Avengers. Yeah. Maybe, what, hopefully. Why, why safe, do you want it again? What's the safe wait period? Not again. Like legitimately, though. <laughs> Not again. What do you mean I again? I want it. Disney is in the process of rehashing their own class. I mean, Aladdin. It's yeah. barely a 30-year-old project, and they're already rebooting it. And it doesn't need it. And it's not good. <laughs> uh, I it's haven't fine. seen it yet. It's fine. So. It's not good. <laughs> but none of these... None of these free, we don't need... More Avengers films. We don't okay, need look, any films. I, uh, we, don't, we, don't, okay. we don't need that's, culture. We don't, um, that's if, 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 our, if our subscriber count counts, we need more Marvel <laughs> films. If that's if only for that. I know I'm completely biased here. Yes. And <laughs> at least you can admit it. <laughs> <laughs> of course I can admit it. I have favorites. You know, I have films I like to see and films I don't like to yeah, see. Yeah, that so. weird troll one that you made as well. <laughs> that was great. And that was Zane, wasn't it? Was it you? No, troll it Hunter? Zane. Troll Hunter wasn't that really. Was it was good. Yeah, it was a good yeah, movie. Oh. It was very good. I thought it was you. No, no, just because no, no. Andrew's Polish, he likes to watch foreign films. I'm two for two at the moment. I can't remember what I've what I've pitched. Snatch. No, I like that one too, but that wasn't me. That wasn't you. I cut. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. 
Oh, and one I wasn't here for. The uh, Man Who Knew Too Little. The Man Who Knew Too Little. Yes, That's exactly All good right. films, yeah. Yeah. The third one I've got on the schedule is High School High, and I don't think I'm yeah, going to get that one. Rougher a combo breaker. But it's two out of three. <laughs> <ain't> bad. <laughs> it was like the same time you were doing High School High. I think I slid in uh, Master of Disguise. Yeah, yeah. You're all welcome. <laughs> but, so maybe for that fortnight, I will come out a winner. <laughs> but- I have I have a type of film that I like. It's not these comic book films, so I understand I'm completely biased when I say don't need any more. But the yeah, point I'm trying to make is, is that they've been done. We've got, what, 20 Avengers films? Uh, yeah, roughly. Uh, the 2008 so, they started, and, and there's been like two to three a year, depending yep, on... yeah. And it's wrapped up. It's done. We've had a conclusion. It was... Okay, I've, I've been told it was brilliant. Andrew, there's a lot of I money. Don't, I don't... There's I a lot of money. Enjoy- do you know how capitalism works? Okay. There was there was a lot of money made from these films, yeah. right? Yes. And to try and keep milking it, yeah. right? It's just going to cheapen the whole thing and it's going to erode all the goodwill you've got. Is it? Think of all the classics that you know, uh, right? And tell me, do any of them have more than a trilogy devoted to them? Okay. Um, James Bond. Okay. But in James Bond, no, I'm going to do Devil's Advocate. James Bond, at least their films come out every five years. They're not like like I'm just yeah, but just yep. Devil's Advocating. At least they're not every year like Marvel. It is like over. I think Bond's been going for like fifty odd years. The difference it's in 1962, I think. Was yeah, the, first one. The, the difference is it's not one character coming out every single year. It's they've got this whole catalogue of characters that have been created and not why not bring them to a new audience? Why not? We've done that. We've got the catalogue. If people want to watch it, we don't need new films just because people were born after these films were made. You can watch films made before you were born. How dare you insinuate that I can travel in time? (laughs) Yeah, You don't need to travel in time. The film's doing that for you. But if someone comes along and sees a project and they're like, oh, yeah, I think I could do that better. Absolutely. And then they give it a go. Maybe they didn't do it better, but at least they've given it a go. They don't know. Yep. And if I was having a discussion with someone in that respect, I would say, save your money. I would encourage them to try something new. Can you, can, you can do something. You can re, you try and remake a classic or try and get in on the coattails of that one, but you're going to be far better off trying to make – uh, make your what's what's the word I'm trying to say? What's the phrase? Franchise. No, just uh, make no set your place in the world or seize that. Put your flag or, down. Put yeah. your flag down yeah, or sure. whatever. Make your mark. Make your mark. Yeah, that's did the it. one. The price is right, bitch. <laughs> yeah. You can make your mark with your own thing, with your own idea or somebody else's great idea that hasn't been tried yet. Can I agree with both of you? In that, <laughs> I think there's no problem with the Avengers franchise continuing because they haven't dipped in quality yet. And also- Yet, that's uh, the yeah, key okay. word. And yes, eventually there will be a point where we're all going to think, I kind of wish that other movie was their last movie. Of course, it's going to happen when you're releasing so many films. So to that extent, or, yes, but I also don't think they're near that yet. But in saying that, if I was looking at their franchise the same way I'm looking at the X-Men franchise, I'd be looking at that family dog thinking, why was this dog this poor- suffering animal <laughs> not put down a year ago when it would have, you know, not lived in agony. So well, all I'm saying is I need a horse doctor <laughs> with a shotgun to come and get rid of one franchise. But sometimes a shotgun is not a one size fits all, you know, saving up grace. That's right. Know. Sometimes you need a hammer. Or so, and sometimes, sometimes <laughs> something is just fine. And I think the Avengers franchise so far is 
okay to continue. And I, I said this to Andrew when walking in. This is not a big call. I reckon like Spider Man's gonna make a billion dollars. It is just it is what it is. Yeah, probably. And it's gonna be the point of like people are like, is Marvel slowing down after Endgame? Nope. Nope, they are not. Like, of course they're not. And Disney's got to make back their money on Galaxy's Edge. And historically, <laughs> Disney, I know it, I know people have mixed feelings about these new live action remakes. I haven't seen a single one of them because I just don't give a fuck about them. But I know apparently the quality's been not great for some of them or whatever. I don't care. But for the most part, Disney has a great track record with keeping their franchises alive. They had that whole Disney vault thing where they took them out of the public eye, made people want them, would drip release them, and they kept them with this kind of classic mystique to them. If anyone's going to have the restraint to do that, I feel like it's them, especially because they own so many franchises. They're nothing to do with restraint. Their schedule is entirely driven by copyright law and how long they can hang on to something before it enters public domain. And right as it's about to enter public (laughs) domain, they come out with a fresh new look, snap it up for another 70 years. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) And for the most part, apart from being (laughs) successful with keeping what they're doing, they're successful with keeping it you know, thought well of in the public eye. Uh, there are exceptions. I'm not saying that this is a clean, perfect tactic. People are pissed off at Star Wars right now for this, this same thing I'm saying why Marvel's doing okay. The trouble comes when you try and remake a classic. I mean, Michael, M- Michael Caine said it really well. It's that why on earth so, would you try and remake who? a classic? Who? Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. You know Michael, Michael Caine? Caine? Sir Michael Caine? Okay. The, the this actor is, guy? This, this is a bit. His name is pronounced My Pot. <laughs> Did I do it right? <laughs> Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, Michael Caine said. Sorry, yes. Yeah, why on earth would you try and remake a classic? <laughs> because you're only ever going to be competing with, with a classic. With a classic. Yeah. Remake a flop by all means because the flop isn't remembered. Nobody nobody gives a crap about like it. Like X-Men 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> <laughs> they should start again and then bring in all the good X-Men. All right. Am this I is right? great. <laughs> I love this. I think we should move. Yes. I'm hitting the trivia button. <laughs> Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Hey Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole. It is Wednesday, my dudes. So they freaked out a little bit with this film. So when they released the trailer, okay, this is a fun little bit of, you know, releasing movies in the 21st century. You release a trailer, you now get YouTube views. You have a little metric to show, oh, is there traction behind this film? How is the audience reacting? Let's go to the comment section. Let's see what people think about Dark Phoenix. So they discovered people think nothing of Dark Phoenix. It got like seven or eight million views in its first like week of release trailer, which to put into retrospect, sorry, perspective for anyone, I watched gaming YouTubers who hit that in their first week for a release of a Minecraft episode. Like that's nothing. I Poultry had, numbers. I actually hadn't seen a trailer before before the film. Mm. Not even in the cinema for anything else. But when the trailer released in China, they got closer to 50 million views. Oh. And from there on that's in- because there's a lot more of them. There is a lot more people in China, but also what got directed there was their advertising budget. This film was right. heavily marketed in China and not so much anywhere else. I made the joke- so. Whenever I go to watch a, a new release film for the show, I always take a picture at the cinema the night before I go to watch the movie just to you know, hype up that we've got something coming out. I literally could not find a poster for this movie at my cinemas last night. How about that? The marketing budget in the in Western society was particularly drawn back. Now, this film actually came in under budget, but Ooh. also significantly late. Just on a word on them, it was a $200 million budget. Yeah, but it was meant to be more. 
Isn't that crazy? They saved money on marketing. They didn't do a good job with it. So I hope they saved money on marketing because I don't think they're going to make it back. So what happened is um, they released the film. The film was actually meant to come out November last year. And they, they played it to test audiences. Test audiences did not like what they saw. So like balls. So they- Was, was that with the, with the space ending that or was the train the, ending? No, that was with the space ending. Okay. So this is back. So space ending was coming. Uh, well, we'll talk about it, but yeah. And yeah, Ca- Captain Marvel kind of put a pin in that. Well, they, they haven't named Captain Marvel, but they kind of alluded. <laughs> so they were like, cool, let's hold back. We'll fix it up and we'll release it February 14 in the Deadpool slot for the Valentine's Day area. So they go to do that. And then some other movie comes out. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> with a very similar ending oh done much better. So they end up delaying until now. So this film actually took the place of where Gambit was meant to be, which is crazy to think that we've been laughing at this Gambit movie never existing to the point that this movie literally took its place. <laughs> um, so then they refilmed and they the entire third act in the train scene is all new and it was replacing some space battle scene, which- they said, oh. yeah, due to similarities in another film, they got rid of- That's a positive change. Oh, I also yeah. agree. I think the train scene was one of the best bits yeah. of the movie. Um, because it was so limited. Yep. It was tight and it yeah. was, yep. So yeah. they did that, but all that aside, including an entire reshoot of the third act, this film came in under budget. How about under that? its original budget. How about that? Which is why- it's impossible Kimberg was allowed to do the big reshoots because by that point, like you want to do reshoots and you've already saved a shit ton of money. Yeah. Whatever. Like who cares? Like, yeah, this is a write-off. This is a tax write-off yeah. now where this is, we're, we're making this at a loss. <laughs> like, so yeah. Interesting. Um, have you got box office stats by any chance, Andrew? I'm very curious how it's well, faring. When I checked it this morning, the worldwide total gross had crossed 204 million. So it looks like it's, Going to make back its budget? Do you have the domestic though? That's what I'm curious about. Domestic US mm-hmm. was only like 33. See, it was tiny. Fox, yeah, had- China's really going to save this film if it's savable at all. Just yeah. like Mulan. Just like Mulan. <laughs> yeah. Mulan saving oh, China? Do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, Fox had come out and they always give like their little meetings and they say this is conservatively what we we think this movie is going to release at. So people were originally suggesting like 60. And then it dropped down to 50. And Fox came and said, we're expecting worst case scenario, 40 for its opening in the US. Didn't make that. Didn't make that. Yeah. So this film, even by their lowered standards, has underperformed in the United States. Because it's great. crap. It's the same story we've seen so far. It's literally, literally the same <laughs> story we've seen so far. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get into a little bit later yeah. whether it's a better version of that story but it's definitely the same story same story with an and alien coat of paint <laughs> <laughs> and it's always a good sign when you struggle to find interesting trivia for a film i found interesting trivia did you yeah was it about the director simon kinberg uh, pulling hans zimmer out of retirement yeah <laughs> come on hans <laughs> get back in that get back on that saddle for one last hurrah <laughs> No, <laughs> let him be. The music was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was. There was good. nothing wrong with the music. No, that's exactly right. Unfortunately, it was surrounded by an awful film. Okay, in your opinion, <laughs> tangent. But this movie doesn't doesn't deserve the time of day. So, wrestling tangent, even opinion. worse. Oh, okay. so you guys are familiar with the with the Undertaker? Is that a wrestler you know just by existence? He's been wrestling for like thirty years. Heard of him? Yes, yep. Big Show, <laughs> the Undertaker. Oh, right. And you guys are familiar with Goldberg? Big Show. No, his name's Goldberg. Oh, okay. Jeff? Yes. Jeff Goldberg? Um, Goldblum. <laughs> That's Jeff Goldblum. 
So um, both from like 30 years ago, big time wrestlers in the 90s, take a retirement. Fulleroids. <coughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, I'm dying. I'm dying. dying. <laughs> You're meant to die um, later tonight. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> so they were both pulled out of retirement this year to wrestle a WWE show in Saudi Arabia which is okay. a, a deal in itself that's worth its own podcast. Anyway. Wait, Hulk Hogan was hosting that or something. He hosted the last one. Right. So these guys Arabia. were pulled out and main eventing. Now, this stadium that they were in, in the middle of the well, Saudi Arabia, very hot. It was like 45 degrees internally because it's one of those open-aired ones. So no air conditioning. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think there's probably air con running, but it had no ceiling, so it's a losing battle. So they're just <laughs> pumping air. Air. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so these guys that should have stopped wrestling 10 years ago-ish, five years ago, depending, you know, had this very sloppy match where um, just, I guess, due to fatigue because of the heat, the amount that they were sweating, the age, blah, 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 blah. They got dropped on their heads quite a few times more <laughs> and one of them got concussed and cut oh, open. Dear. And it was just an absolute train wreck of a match. And we talk about bringing poor fucking Hans Zimmer out of retirement for this film. And I, think, I just think of that like, no, let him die. Just let him die. But there was nothing wrong with the music. I know, it's but now nothing been, like that wrestling match. He did a good job with the music. Yeah, but now he's they didn't do a good to this. Job. <laughs> it's like showing up to a fancy dress party where everybody else. You know, you've you've, you've uh, gone you, to the effort to rent a costume, you, you, and you're looking resplendent. And everybody else just has a sheet, you know, oh. wrapped around a bit of cardboard with a nice little paper badge stuck on, or 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 just a white shirt with, uh, you know, I am Spider Man or whatever written on it. Everyone goes I, as a ghost. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say a fancy dress party, and everyone else is in tuxedos, and you've come in a costume. No, or, because then because everybody's made the effort, but in a different way. That's a genuine mistake. Yeah. But well, who fucked up the question? Exactly. This, this that's, one is, that's my point. Is, you know, Hans Zimmer showing up in a golden chariot <laughs> <laughs> to, a, to, a, to a speedway meet where, where everybody's already, you know, five beers in, yeah. covered in mud, and it's just noise and crap going on in front of him. But who says Everyone's that literally that lobbing human shit at each other, and Hans Zimmer's just sitting there in his, his lovely suit. He's just like, oh, this is the. Oh, no. Well, I guess I'll, I'll get to work. I, I, I said I'd be here, so let's let's do this. Uh, yeah. Yep. All right. Any action? Why not? We we had to sit through the Warriors. <laughs> Andrew didn't get the joy of mean, sitting through the Warriors. Oh, had to yeah. sit. I, I like the Warriors. Good. You, See, you it's both a famously wrong. good movie. <laughs> um, and yep, that's still wrong. Okay. okay um, did you have any trivia, Alex? Um, no, um, Andrew took it. Oh, classic. Um, was, uh, literally, it was the only other interesting thing, aside from the budget, oh, that was no, in the trivia list. No, no. Uh, it's set in 1992, which was the re-release of the X-Men with their new costumes and the animated series. And terrific. Fun fact. Yeah. Eight years from now, James McAvoy will look like Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and eight years from now, Michael Fassbender will look like Ian McKellen. <laughs> Because that's two thousands when the first X Men was set and released. Yep, eight Fast years to age the fuck up. Fastbender's gonna, you know, start chain smoking every day now. <laughs> it's like, at the very end, with a plane chair, like I've decided to start crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you know about ice, Charles? <laughs> Yay! Right. Mm. Movie babies. Sure. Hasta la vista, baby. Nobody puts baby in a corner. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I don't want to do it, but this movie is literally X-Men Last Stand. It's what's half of it. Yeah. And the other half is a bad movie. So- <laughs> <laughs> I <Succinct>. see. <laughs> I was also going to jump on that train with Last Stand because it was very Last Standish. Yep. Um, but also the Titanic. Ooh, I like that. The music's playing and everyone's going down with the ship. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And we said the music was good. So, <laughs> a little bit. It's Captain Marvel and Independence Day. Independence Day. Well, no. just because of the alien influence. I mean. It doesn't need to be a plot in the in the story. It didn't need the aliens. That was a stupid write-in. Did, did the aliens take? Well, they're trying to take over the world, and they're just badly screwing up a lot of stuff in in the meantime. Um, I might throw Apocalypse. I know I don't want to do this. Is two X Men movies combined? But there was a lot of things wrong with Apocalypse that are wrong with this film as well. Maybe be more specific of which bad um, movie I'm talking about. I don't know. <laughs> the things in Apocalypse they fixed for this movie. There are other things in Apocalypse that they didn't fix for this. Movie. <laughs> yes, I have questions, and I don't want to get super nerdy with them. But I have some, I have some continuity issues, which I hate. I oh. hate having to bring these up in these fucking movies. Yes. but X Men, they they make it. They get a script. They make a movie, and then as that movie's credits are rolling, they're shredding that last script, and they're not watching any movies again. Who's and they to be- say it's not just a standalone? No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. You're right to hate having to bring up continuity errors because they shouldn't happen. Especially egregious ones that are yeah. based around like the main plot of this yeah. film is a continuity area from the last film. Yeah. Uh, f- we'll get there. Um, tweets? Tweets. I never, I never saw Apocalypse, but is that the goofy one from the whole franchise? Is that is that the goofy uh, one? Uh, the yeah. one? I would say yes. Yeah, That's okay. the one that is... Have you ever seen someone light a bag of shit? I got like- <laughs> Not in front of me. I don't know people that like movie that. Is. <laughs> Andrew, I <Right>. got <laughs> genuinely like shoot angry in our review of Apocalypse okay. where I had to like walk away from the table because okay. I was so fucking angry because <laughs> these trash bags were defending it, which was killing me. I don't think I ended up re- oh, recommending it though. I don't even remember. I know I fucking didn't. Yeah, there, <laughs> Take that to the grave with me. <laughs> to be fair, we- uh, what? Here. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm spitballing an idea with you here. Sure. We should do a show where we go back and we find out which movies we recommended and haven't and then give an update. Are you uh, proposing to review our review show? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Next level. <Yes. laughs> second, second take. We've, take, got, the, we've take. got the material. There's actually movies I would love to go back and do re-reviews of. Interesting. Um, like I'd the love, Warriors. Like the Warriors, the thing. I'd love to go back and redo Suicide oh, Squad. Thing. Oh, the Suicide Squad. Uh, no, I don't want to watch that shit again. <laughs> thing is, I, I call them second chances, where I give Alex a chance to change his mind on movies. I, like I get it. a chance to be like, I like it. maybe Kingsman wasn't bad. I, we haven't reviewed Kingsman. That was a bad example. I like Kingsman. All right. Tweets. Tweets. And today I'm going to read it to you. Sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles. I actually just rewatched Princess Bride the other day. Oh yeah, uh, still, still haven't seen. It. Incredible, of course. It's good, isn't it? I, I love it. It's yeah. such a sweet little Please, film. Nobody remake it. It doesn't need oh, it. I've really oh my god, it. <laughs> Michael Bay. Please. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 
here's an idea. We've we actually have to um, fill a gap because of the other X Men film never existing ever. Why are we just putting Princess Bride? It's an hour and a half. Why it's not? A, it's a quick one. It's good. And, and it's on Princess Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You're finally going to make me watch yeah, it. <laughs> I, I, honestly, it's not a bad time. It's, a good, it's, a good it's movie. not long and it's on Netflix. It's just, like, it's just it's ticking all the easy boxes for me and it's a nice little slip it in right there. Fuck <laughs> off, New Mutants. But did you ever get to see Once Upon a Deadpool? No. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll end the conversation there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, tweets. God. Um. Okay. If at first you don't succeed, no, I'm done. <laughs> Jean Grey, hashtag Captain Marvel. Sounds, that sounds about right to me. When even your actors aren't interested in doing the films, it's time to stop recycling. Mm. Hashtag stay fresh, Hollywood. Except recycle because the world is becoming a trash bag. <laughs> okay. We brought up Captain. Just let it die. Let it be its own thing. It doesn't need a new life. It doesn't need a new angle. Just let it oh, be. But if they did it ninety degrees from like the ground up, like this is actually uh, we brought up Captain Marvel a couple of times. And before we jump to the to the good, because that'll be brief. Um, it's actually Captain Marvel actually has a bit of a history with X Men, which never got really touched on. I guess just due to licensing laws with X Men. Yes. So, are you guys familiar with the best the reference point I have is that old '90s X Men cartoon, the one that everybody loves the bloody theme song to, like that one that. Yeah. Okay. It's still in there because it's good. Good. Yeah. Yes, that's the one that I was talking about in the trivia. 1992. When this movie was that? I used to watch that. I used to watch it. Are you familiar with Rogue from that series? Who could fly? Who could fly and shoot lasers and shit? The reason Rogue could do that is because she stole Captain Marvel's powers. Right. And actually, in the comics, stole Captain Marvel's powers and absorbed her entire consciousness and into her head, leaving a comatose Captain Marvel for years. Until- oh, isn't it all Stanley anyway? Uh, a lot of Stanley, but there was also, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, I, I'll have to look it up when we're doing the good or something. Okay. There's another, there's a, Chris, Chris Claremont wrote a lot of the um, early X-Men okay. stuff and the Dark Phoenix saga, which is what this is obviously based off. But yeah, I just the point of Rogue never having her fun powers is because she got them off a character they didn't have licensing to, which is fun. But I thought- like limiting her power to being just that she drains other people's powers. I think that's that's quite. I mean, that's it's very limiting because you have to be close quarters. You have to be touching mm. the person to do that. But it's a good power to have. Yeah. Uh, yes. The tra- I think the way they worked in the comics is because Captain Marvel had so much power that instead of just getting her powers for like a couple of minutes, she just got them. But that's that's why the X Men were so good because everybody, every member of them, right, had one little one little flaw that they managed to channel in some like okay cyclops he can't look at people right yep. because he'll mm. he'll just burn them that, but but once he once uh, uh, professor x builds him the little goggles right was it hank or professor x I think oh. it was Hank, but maybe, maybe. honestly, I'm splitting hairs. I'm splitting yeah. blue-coloured yeah. hairs. Whoever it was, he, he, he could do that, and then he could function in, in reality. Rogue, she has this awesome power to drain, and, 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 and a flaw as well, because she can't touch people without killing them. But then somebody invented gloves, and life was a little <laughs> bit easier, but still not that easy. But the point is, is that all these, all, the, all these little flaws that they find a way to turn into a bit of good or find a way to channel into something that they can actually help. Storm is the only weird one because being able to control the weather is just obscene. She's a god. And being able to fly is obscene and shooting lasers is obscene. In the comics, 
Storm is like fucking OP as shit too, though, because you can just remove the oxygen from your body. And that's like, the and that's the thing. If you're too uh, powerful, yeah. there's no real there's no real crisis. You're not ever challenged because you can just do the thing and away you go. Yeah, Julie, the thing, do the thing. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the good. I feel like this will be brief. <laughs> go ahead, make my day. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy. Um, listen. The, the train scene. It's good. Yeah. The train scene was good. It's good. It's a good way to wrap everything up. It's a nice climax. It reminded me of Deadpool. Yeah, as with, I was with watching. the prison transport. With, uh, yeah, uh, de- uh, de- oh, yeah, Deadpool 2. Yep. And once again, they go into the mutant control unit, which is hilarious because they're being <laughs> they're being taken away by the MCU at the very end of this film, the last film where Fox has control of their characters. So yeah. great stuff for me. I giggled. Um, yeah, train scene was fantastic. It's good because yeah. it's limited. It's focused. You know, everybody has to has to you know do their thing in this in these close quarters so not everybody's mm-hmm. power is going to work or they have to channel them in the right way. And kind of yeah. like horror-esque with the aliens like reaching their hands and just throwing people off the train like there was a little bit of it wasn't scary but they played for some scares in there yeah. which I thought came across really nice. Yeah. Um why is it nobody ever plays shapeshifters the right way? Well, how would you want them? I don't I mean if you're Impaled a shapeshifter on a no, fence? if you're a shapeshifter <laughs> I'm a bottle and you can <laughs> I've been I've, I've been watching a lot of uh, Deep Space 9. Lately, oh, with Odo. Right, with Odo, right? And there are the the changelings in that, the shapeshifters, they have infiltrated everywhere. You know, governments, um the the military, they are absolutely everywhere and you hardly ever see them. But the point is that the the terrifying thing about that is that it could literally be anyone. You have to check who everyone is all the time because you don't know who the changeling is. You don't know if you the person you just turned away from, you know, you you went out of a room and you came back in, you can't be certain a hundred percent that it's that it's not a that it's not a changeling. Mm. And shape shifters are never played that way. It's always done as this weird reveal for the audience, but in the logic of the film, they never act the way you would you would expect them to if they really had this power, which is an awesome power to be able to change yourself into somebody else, mm. you know, to trick everybody visually that you're this other person and they change their voice and everything as well. Their mannerisms apparently they can adopt perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> I think they all walked around pretty weirdly. Well, maybe. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you could have just said, here's a hundred random people, pick the shapeshifters and yeah. they're like, well, um, it's the it's those marionette people <laughs> don't know how to walk. Yeah. Um, but they're always a gimmick and that's yeah. unfortunate. So How are I, know, they Captain I, know, Marvel? I know we're supposed to be talking about good, but it's difficult. How are they in Captain Marvel? I'm trying to remember. They, but they, I think they were better in Captain Marvel. Well, again, they kind of just... They had a couple of showcase scenes in that one. Like yeah. where Coulson was replaced and like with the... Oh, there was that thing with Fury as well. There was a couple of good, like, fun spy moments in that one, but it was mostly for laughs as well, not for... Yeah, but that's it. There's no conniving. It's just this little... You know, this little short-term thing, oh, I'm going to trap this person and then reveal myself and then have the fight, you know, honourably or whatever as, as my... No! Stab no, the back of the not That's exactly right. <laughs> get him get good. Um, I liked when Jean went to Magneto's compound. I don't know why she went crazy and revealed herself and attacked the Air Force people. That was stupid. But the scene where Magneto was trying to save the actual soldiers by trying to push the helicopter away before she could yeah. cave into the ground. That was a fun scene. It was... Yeah. 
very stupid. It was one of those games of like, I'm using one hand. I'm going to use two. Well, now I'm using two. Oh no, I can't compete with you using two hands in telekinesis. Like it was Unless a- I tilt my head a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That scene would be very funny without like any of the CGI added to it. So that just, I just see them doing that without the helicopter. Or like the the sound. Like it's, it's it's just like the raw sound of them on set. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you having you having an aneurysm? Are you okay? It's like that one kid in high school that thought he could go Super Saiyan like Goku, just yeah. <laughs> freaking out trying to get his power level up. Um, for all, for uh, all their good intentions, if you're going to rely on CGI, just make an animated film. Also, maybe use some good CGI. We'll talk about it. I guess when we get to the bad. Well, we may as well I mean, just end the good there. And I didn't. Um, maybe I didn't it'll come hate up. The CGI in this, I, I legitimately think that's one thing that they fixed from Apocalypse mm. is they rendered all the CGI. I, was there two moments that struck me as bad? And they're not. They're not. These are not the reasons the movie is bad. There's just two things that I saw that were like, oh no, this is not good. But that was it. But I mean, I will talk about it momentarily. Okay. Um, for good, for good stuff. Um. I didn't hate the storyline. I think they did it better than Last Stand. I'm I'm torn, man. I don't know if I thought it was better or worse. I'm start. I'm struggling to work out whether for me, I the Phoenix storyline was better in. I think it was better in Last Stand for me. I hated that they killed Cyclops so early in that movie, but also at least in Last Stand it was a surprise. Nobody's ever really gone, Seb. That's true. Because literally yeah. Cyclops <laughs> is back in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know, man. Did he die in this movie? No, he didn't die in this movie. Yeah. But he died in. The original last stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of a waste. Yes. So But I don't know. That, man. Uh, like I I, en- I enjoyed that I I feel like the the character moments with McAvoy and Sophie Turner mm. that especially like the connecting with the past and like being inside her head and then realizing mm. like, oh actually he he did this for me. Like I, I enjoyed that. I felt <clears throat> like it was genuine. And they're, I feel they're like they did actors. a good job. They're fine actors. Yeah, then they portrayed it well. I I liked the storyline. I I liked it better than the last stand. It didn't it the update in CGI and the the way the movie moved, for lack of a better term, um, it felt better. What is it about the story that you liked? Because it's essentially just Gene struggling against the Phoenix. Um Against the against the pull of the phoenix, just to do evil and do you know and do destruction. Well, it's her um, battling within herself, getting all these images of like, why didn't my dad want me? Yeah. Why did he bring me away? Why did he lie to me? Why did he do all this? Ra ra ra. So for- and figuring it out for herself that actually Professor X did this. To help me, okay. To to not feel this pain and anger and despair. So do you think for such a for such a heavily character driven story that is almost entirely focused between two people, this was the best way to tell that story? It's the one that we got, and I enjoyed it. It's the one that we got. That is true. Do you think it could have been done differently? Everything more can, effectively. Everything can be done. differently. Do you think it could have been more effective in a different way? Maybe, but that's not what we got. <laughs> and I like what we got, so I don't. I don't want them to do it differently. All right, okay. All right. okay. that's that's fair. Um, I think the best way that I can determine for me if Last Stand was better than this film, or at least for me, if it made the biggest impact, 
if I were to compare the two best scenes for me from either movie, because they both had a lot of bad scenes, which I guess we'll get into. But I, for me, the last scene, I think the best scene was when Professor X died. That mm-hmm. scene where he's confronting Jean in her family home and he has that speech and gets disintegrated. I think that's a pretty fun scene. If I say fun, fun's the wrong word. <laughs> I think it's a good scene. Compared to the train scene in this film, I guess. And it's hard to compare an emotional like character death scene to the fun fighting climax of this one. And I thought I'd talk myself into an answer. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I think emotionally, Last Stand did a better job of making me care. Okay. But I think this film did a better job of entertaining me. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like a legitimate okay, thing to say. Yeah. yeah, see, I'm, I'm the opposite, except th- this one made me care and I felt it was more entertaining. Well, that's good. I wish, okay. <laughs> wish um, I cared. And like the, the Raven storyline with Hank and Magneto being in love with her or feeling love for her um, and the, the Phoenix accidentally killing her. Acc- accidentally in quotes, whether it was <clears throat> Jean controlling it or not, whatever happened, however that transpired, Raven dies. And then the events that roll off that, like Hank getting pissed off with Professor X. and then That going scene where they were sitting down at the kitchen table and Hank was like depressed as fuck and having a go at um, Xavier. Yeah. That was a good scene. That was a good, like, good moment between the two characters. It was, except for the acting. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I thought the acting was good in that scene. Oh, no. <laughs> Interesting. McAvoy well, like was good. We're just destined to be on the other side of this table, aren't we? <laughs> we just can't agree on anything. Oh. oh, we need to talk about bad, right? Okay. Is there any final good notes in this film? I'm sure it'll come The train up scene I'm was defending. really fun. We can't get that over. Every character got a good little spotlight moment. The action was great. It was tense up until... I'd say the very end of that scene where Gene takes on Vox, 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 yeah, takes on um the weirdest looking. She has a weird face. What was the name of the actress that played the bad guy? Oh, Jessica, Jessica Chastain. She looked strange in this film. That is all. Yeah, yeah, she did. Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. I've fallen and I can't get up. I can't believe you've done this. Hank. Hank was the worst. Really? For the entire <laughs> film. He is cardboard. What have you done? Oh, I like it. Just, him. It, no, he was horrible. Nobody gave 100%. He, he Except for was, Aurora Monroe. I think the girl that played um, Storm did a pretty good job. And this was a paycheck for everybody involved. Everybody. I don't, I don't think Sophie Turner did a terrible job. She didn't do a terrible job, but she's she's better than that. I actually don't I mean, like her in anything. It's, be- it's because she's been playing the same role as Sansa for the last what ten years. Yeah, and she's just a sour sack of boring yeah. for me. I, and I'm yeah. I'm not a huge Game of Thrones fan, so maybe that plays into it. But I just even in that show, I'm like, yeah, can we just get to an interesting character? I think she's fine, and I think she was pushed or directed heavily into being more like Sansa because that's the reason why she was brought on board mm. to bring all the Game of Thrones fans with her. <sighs> to be fair, one. there's probably a lot Maybe. of no, there's probably a lot of crossover already. Yeah. But, you know, clearly Hollywood producers aren't thinking clearly and they haven't been for for at least a decade. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um Okay, I'll get my bad my two bad CGI moments out of the way because they're super quick. It's the 
basketball court splitting open for the blackbird to come out. Um, it, it just the actual court just looked fake. Like it just looked like it was ba- oh. a badly rendered PS2 graphic to me. You don't need it. Save the money, right? Yep. Guys, we're going into space. Hard edit. <laughs> we're in the cockpit. <laughs> yep. it, it doesn't need the takeoff. We can assume that they took off. Yep. Yeah. I, I didn't have a problem with that. I think it was really, all. is it X2 or X3 that actually, I think it's X2 does that with the ship. Looks fine. And they even do the stupid basketball thing, like with the actual basketballs rolling. In the floor. <laughs> That's fine. I just thought the effect wasn't great. But my other one was- If you're doing something with that scene, that's fine. But if it's just a scene of the court opening up for the ship to take off, it doesn't need it. I'm not against the concept. I'm just against the execution. (sighs) But my other one was- I think it's stupid. When I see a film do that, it's lazy. They manage to fill 30 seconds of the film with that. And if you you do that a few times through a film, you've got yourself 20 extra minutes- Mm. You know, on the runtime, that is just nothing. It's superfluous. Yeah, it's, it's like people a call back to the cartoons yeah. in the no, it's comic like, books. It's like it's like when comics come on stage and they spend you know thirty seconds in the beginning going, "How are you? How how? Oh, town! Yay! Make Everybody, with the funny, yeah. funny man. <laughs> just tell your jokes. Just, I don't care how you. Just tell the jokes. Go for it. Stop wasting my time. My second one that I didn't like, the bad moment was at the very very end of the film where Jean's fighting Vox or whatever the hell her name is. <laughs> And I like think the, it's just Vuck. Yeah, Vuck. Oh, yeah. Stupid. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> and the Phoenix Force is going out and they need to show that she needs to get him out of there because it's going to hurt the X-Men. And there's that thing where um, Cyclops has his hand in front of him and it's partially disintegrating. His hand was full fucking CGI. <laughs> like it wasn't a normal hand where they did like some mat work on or any you know he was just hop- he was just standing there with his arm by his side and a third CGI arm had been raised in front of him and was doing that and I was like that whole arm is fake what the fuck is it doing center frame of this shot but that was it like everything else was graphic wise fine this is a lot better and more consistently done graphic wise it is than apocalypse oh, yes. where i think there was like the ship remember the shipping containers yeah, that, that's the one thing that I keep thinking about. <laughs> like they, they just, they got like two, two thirds of the way through and they were like, yep. ah, that'll do. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. Close <laughs> enough. Um, Should we make them look like shipping containers or cartoon shipping containers? I think cartoon is a bold choice and it's about time the X-Men film did something bold with <laughs> um, Okay, bad things. So this movie- um, <laughs> Mm, cricket. Just the timelines. Bad. Okay, time to wrap this one up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the timelines, the inconsistencies in the timeline. So, uh, yeah. Well, so, what were they? Explain them to me. Oh, I got Phoenix is already uh, in is already, Yeah, she, she already gets that power then, and then she's reintroduced to it here. What the hell? Yeah, like she beats Apocalypse with the Phoenix Force, and then gets the Phoenix Force ten years later in this movie. <laughs> No, she gets the cosmic force and they call it Phoenix. The she's same. already the Phoenix. No, she's just psychic in this film and she gets the Phoenix Force. The Phoenix Force was this alien entity thing yeah, yeah. in space that she got. Sure. But it's also what she got when she unleashed the Phoenix in Apocalypse 10 years earlier. They just they give her the power in that movie and then give her the origin to that power in a movie that's set 10 years later. Maybe she met Doc Brown. In a deleted scene, Can maybe I the post credit was Marty McFly coming back and 
saying to Jean Grey, everything's fucked. <laughs> Speaking of which, there was That's- no post. If you're if you're listening, you haven't seen this movie yet. There was no post credit sequence. Do not stay. I didn't fucking stay. I left. I'm normally like I wait just in case. No, I'm done. Do not stay. I would even just leave halfway through, which I really considered doing if it wasn't for this fucking review. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to lie. I was not looking forward to going oh, to see this film. But I left bit. and I didn't hate it. Like, it, there was nothing inherently wrong that would make me angry about seeing this film. Like, I'm actually considering going to see it again. This was not the train wreck I thought it would be. But yeah, that's exactly. only because Apocalypse was the train wreck I didn't think it would be. Yes. That I was... I think I have braced myself for a worse time than I had. This film is better than Apocalypse. <clears throat> if I say anything nice about it, it is more consistently made. And like, oh, shall I we move on to verdict? Because it, it sounds like we're wrapping up. No, but we barely scratched the surface of how boring this fucking movie was. That's my only criticism of it: is that it is boring. Like nothing, <laughs> nothing stands out. Yeah, nothing. The stand- alien subplot felt rushed, especially because. Your how many, I will agree and, there. The alien subplot didn't need to be there. Yeah, absolutely. It didn't so need to. Then the aliens the, are from the, the comics. Phoenix thing, like that's why I'm I'm saying like maybe it is like a in canon, out of canon, standalone film because like maybe the the whole reason they did it this way is because they were like, oh fuck, apocalypse did suck. Let's let's forget about that. And let's yeah. just have this film. And like, Doing that is frustrating though. Even if, even if you're correct, which, hey, I hope you are. <laughs> That's a frustrating thing, right? That piece of shit you had to sit through last time, we're not even going to write it out. <laughs> we're just going to ignore it and pretend it didn't happen. Like, fuck off. No, because you made your bed, sleep in it. Storm is just on their side. She, would, she was on their side at the end of Apocalypse, though. At the very end, they're all suit, suited up and they're teamed. At the, right before See, the credits that's hit. how much I cared about Apocalypse that I don't even remember what happened at the end. Like yeah. I, 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 I'm not going to go and watch it again to find out because mm. I just don't care. And that's why I'm, I'm fine with this movie being the way it is because I've come in and I don't have any rem- memory of Apocalypse mm. so I can go, oh, this is, a f- this is fine. It's seared into the back of my brain, unfortunately. Because of how angry it made. <laughs> um, but oh, like that, that's my argument is like if you haven't seen any of the other films, you can go into this mm. and you can go, oh, well, that person's angry at that person because they've broken a promise or they've, they've lied to them their entire life. Now this is happening. They've consumed this cosmic force and yeah. just go with it. Why not? If I can speak in regard to the aliens. They were horrible. They were horrible. <laughs> They're just honestly, and this isn't an excuse. They're just, they are part of the Dark Phoenix storyline in the comics. And I think that they were just attempting to be true because they didn't do this in the last version of the story where it was just, Gene's got powers, you know. It is so much more interesting that it's an alter ego. Mm. That it's not some alien force. It's not some unexplained, you know, phenomena that's going on. It's her. This has been inside her the whole time and she has had to suppress it or she's fighting it's about a it. It's a moment, right? Yeah, or it's a multiple personality and she's got to battle it out. It's so much more interesting that that's the reason why the Phoenix comes out and mm. not through some outside force. I wish I had played more into her having a bit of a mental snap because for me, I did struggle to see the moments where- Okay. Oh, I the only trivia. Sorry, go on. The only, <laughs> the only cue I got that she was going crazy in a scene is that her cheeks would light up orange. Right. Her performance was pretty fucking <laughs> flat the entire time. Not flat as in bad, flat as in the same performance the entire time. That if it wasn't for that visual cue 
of her of the coloration in her cheeks changing. I never got like the mental snap moments clear to me. Whereas with Farmka Jensen's in in Dark, sorry, in the original um, Last Stand, oh yeah, I could tell that she was Jean Phoenix, yep. Jean Phoenix. Like there yep. were those easy split moments, and you didn't even need contacts in the eyes to yep. change the color or anything. Because she was playing, it was being acted. Gene is an all emotional character. That was practical effects. That was that was all CGI. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, <laughs> but like if Armka Jensen played Jean Grey as a warm, approachable character, but she played the Phoenix as this you know cold bitch, whereas um, Sophie did, was it Turner? Turner Turner just kind of played the entire thing as I sure do hate that I was lied to, even when she's good or bad. Same motivation, fine. Change up your characterization just a touch. And that's not her fault. That, that's the director's job to tell her absolutely. to act it differently. I, absolutely. I disagree. I felt like I could tell without the effects. Yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs> no, that's good. I'm you if you saw something like, I didn't see, that's fine. All right. Are we, uh, verdicts now? No, I've got my trivia. Oh, trivia. Do we hear the. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. So, Sophie Turner, believe it or not, Sophie Turner studied mental illness to uh, portray this character. Okay. Yeah. Did she study the right one? I don't think she did. <laughs> I've opened Wikipedia too. I too have read the word <laughs> mental illness on a page. <laughs> oh, wait, I saw Split. So, <laughs> That's mean, not a mental she, illness. She that actually, movie is not about mental illness. She actually spoke to James McAvoy for advice on how to play someone with a split personality. Fake disorder, I guess. Right? That, that was... That is just a superhero. Yeah, which is probably appropriate for this film too, actually. Oh, <laughs> I should have listened to good. There is a moment when James McAvoy, as, as Professor X, is wearing a turtleneck and he looked just like Patricia <gasps> from Split. Oh, <laughs> I lost my fucking mind in the movie. Because like, you have to stop putting that man in turtlenecks. It's been taken away. You put, you, I don't care if he's in a wheelchair or not. When he's wearing a turtleneck, he looks like a lady now. Okay. <laughs> All right, now we're going to verdict. Yeah, I think this review is as messy as the film. <laughs> no, this is clear and concise, and we're definitely not running over <laughs> time or anything. But to be the man, you got to beat the man, and I'm saying, woo, right here, I'm the man. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Slap it on with the might of Zeus. <laughs> Couldn't help myself, sorry. You're right. <laughs> oh my God, this movie. I don't even know, man. It's, this is, okay. I said it before. This is not the train wreck of apocalypse, but also Correct. I did not want to go see this movie and I don't want to go back. The only thing I would ever, ever consider doing is maybe in 10 years when I think it's, it might've been better than it is now, I might go back and watch the train scene. And even then I'll be like, this was not worth the YouTube. Like it was a good scene, but it was a good scene in this movie. It's incredible that you think that YouTube will be around in 10 years. Yeah, optimistic. <laughs> um, it's going to be Xtube. That's probably already a thing, Doris. I'm on Zane's computer now. I can Google it. <laughs> no, um, no I, I, I think the good moments in this film were actually realistically, and I th I'm trying to presently have a step back retrospectively onto the thing. I think the good bits of this film were actually average bits, and I think the bad bits were terrible. But- Comparatively, in the moment, the the okay bits of the train scene or the fight at Magneto's complex and all stuff, so compound. I think they seem so much better because of the backdrop of the rest of this film. But in saying that, it wasn't terrible. It was just painfully 
eh, and I'm never going to recommend an F film. So you get a D plus for effort, guys, but unfortunately it's a C minus to pass. <laughs> so that's, I can't recommend it. No, I completely agree with you there that it's not, there's nothing particularly bad about it. No, it's, there it, is. Objection. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, not. No, you're right. There's, there's nothing that I can point to and say, this is the reason the film flopped. Uh, can I actually pinpoint that, that one moment? Sorry, I, not, to, not, to, not to derail you. Sure, I just remembered sure. the worst thing in this movie. What have we been saying since this fucking podcast started about Cyclops' laser beam <laughs> eye things? What are they, what are they, what are they called, those? Do you remember the name? Uh, laser eyes. No, they're concussive blast. Mm, You're right. being hit with something. It may as well be a punch being thrown at you. It's not a laser beam. It's a force <laughs> that pushes back. It's always been pushed back. It pushes things back, except in this movie where it shoots at the rear view mirror of a car and it rebounds like a fucking laser beam. Yeah, because, you know, mirrors uh, amplify. Yep, mirrors punches. are famous for being sturdy and unbreakable. <laughs> um, you can't break a mirror. It will only reflect what you put into it. Since the year yeah. 2000, it has been a concussive fucking blast and you wait to the last movie to fuck that up. This movie, I'm changing my, my, my This is now a high not recommend. <laughs> Look, there, there isn't a single moment in the film that you can point to and say, that's what ruined the film. This is the reason why it's crap. It's just- I just gave you one. All over. <laughs> the, and, it's not, and it's not even particularly lazy writing. Like I don't think the writing is good, but it's not bad either. There's nothing about it that's bad. It's just bland. All the conversations it's, it's they have- even, It's even blander than Captain Marvel. And I hated that because it was so- Boring and flat. All Nothing the, happened in it. All the conversations the characters have, like after Raven dies and all that stuff. I like the aim of each conversation. I think there was the right instinct to have Hank be upset with Charles. I think the writing of what the scene actually was, was bad. But the idea of this is time for this conversation was good. Okay. I just think execution wise, they cocked it up. But they had the right instincts. I think they just needed another script writer to come in and polish this up. Also, so close. Look, as far as a verdict is concerned, if you don't already want to see this film because you know it's coming out because you're a fan of X-Men, don't bother because there's nothing in it that is going to interest you at all. Watch Days of Future Past. Yeah. Watch First, watch yeah. first Class. There are so many good, yeah. great X-Men films out there. Yeah. As an entry into the franchise, it is a flop. Yeah. Alex? I disagree. I feel like if you haven't seen any of the X-Men and you go into this one, you're not going to be disappointed. You get some good action. It's a decent enough storyline. You get some emotion. Um, it's not horrible. Sure, there are things that could be done better, like Hank's acting. Um, but it's not a terrible film. Um, so, yeah, I I am going to go see this film again. It's not terrible, but neither is it a good introduction to the X-Men franchise if it's the first film you're seeing. Oh, nor it's, it's it's not a good introduction to it, but if you is, haven't seen it, you can go in and you can get... You can, but if, if you haven't seen any X-Men films, it's not a good introduction to the series. And it's not really a good continuation of the franchise in any way. I See, I disagree. Well, this is the second time we're seeing the Dark Phoenix story. And uh, Last Stand? Yeah. X-Men 2. Okay, so Three. X-Men 2 and Apocalypse both tease that there is a Phoenix character. Right. Last Stand in this film are the movies about Phoenix. Did it better. Last Stand did it better. Honestly, I hate to say this. I'm inclined to agree with that. 
and I hate The Last Stand. <laughs> the Last Stand's fuck up was that it was two huge comic book arcs chucked into one movie. It was the Cure storyline and the Dark Phoenix storyline, both of which should be their own movies if you're yeah. going to adapt them. That was its huge fuck up. That it just it was too big of a story, and the stories also don't cross over, so it feels like you're watching two weird things at once <laughs> like a frame of this movie and a frame of that movie well, honestly like remember like the whole thing is okay fucking last stand rant you've got you've got the, the cure storyline the whole thing is we have this magical potion which we can inject mutants with and they will lose their powers and a story where you've got an undis- unkillable relenting unrelenting force of the phoenix who is this alpha omega level mutant that nobody can stop and you've got this miracle cure and those stories never cross over they never even try there's never even the thought hey maybe we'll shoot her with the cure that'll fuck her <laughs> no no they just they never even try and fail to do that they're just two separate stories and it's like oh my god i've got all this kryptonite and i've got a superman problem Better, better go try and stab Superman with this knife that I've got. No, you're hold holding the hold on, Superman. I've got to call the Kryptonite Disposal Company. <laughs> that was the that was the problem with Last Stand that it had two plots that should have crossed that never did. Yeah. This film is neater than that. This film is more tonally and just story wise more consistent than that. As opposed to Apocalypse as well, which I thought was all over the place. This film. Is simple for what it does. It, it was just boring. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't take any risks. Yep. Nothing's ever really at stake. And that's why this is an opinion podcast. Absolutely. No. <laughs> I'm not saying Alex is wrong. I'm it just saying fuck the last like stand. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I am saying that these two are wrong and you should go see it because my opinion is better. <laughs> my opinion is worth at least 2.1 times the opinions of the table. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Thank you for joining us for this movie. Um, yes. <laughs> yep, we did it. It's a thing. So next week we have, we're back to Indiana Jones and we're <sighs> hitting back with um, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Oh, good. So what's the right movie. Yeah, you watched the right one. <laughs> I got to double check what we've actually got coming after that. Do you guys want to hit up the socials while I double check what's after yeah. Temple of Doom? Because I can't remember if we're going, if we continue the indie train straight away or whether we have a little... I that don't think be- we're going back to the cinemas for a bit. It can't be, right? Well, Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Literally. Oh, oh that's on right. On the 4th that's of July. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we'll be back after Temple of Doom, back with Spider-Man and The Last Crusade. After cool. that, I'd say. Well, in the meantime, check us out on Instagram at Second Take Podcast. Or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. Or go to Facebook and go Facebook slash Second Take. We have an email address. Secondtakepodcast at gmail.com and a website, secondtakepodcast.com. I think I fucked up the Facebook. I think it's Second Take Podcast. <laughs> I think it's just Second Take. I don't know, man. Second Take Media literally Review. <laughs> second Take Media no, Review. No, no, no. The actual URL is. Oh, you com. know what we look like yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> Click the link. Okay, so we were meant to do for an August 5th release was originally meant to be when our review of New Mutants came out. And I can tell you that and not that's not happening. So I'm going to go ahead and say after Indiana Jones, we're actually doing Princess Bride. Because okay. that's going to be actually a lot sooner than I thought it would be. Sure. So in about a month and a half, <laughs> we'll be doing Princess Bride. Nice. So that's good. And then it? as for the rest of our theatrical outings this year, we are doing It Chapter 2, which means we're doing the original It TV movie and then the remake of last year. Ugh. Then October 7, you're not free from it yet. We're reviewing Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, and you're also not out because October 28 is Wonder Woman 2. 
I like the first one. It I was fine. Yeah. Don't think this one's going to be as good, but the first one was okay. And then our final theatrical outing for the year. We've only got four th- theatrical ones out. Star Wars Episode Nine. So, yeah, yeah I know it's going to be an interesting ride, but yeah, it's got to be done. It. Yep. That's we signed up for this. Apparently, In the words of Mister Plinkett, it's an autopsy. We've got to find out how it died. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Like I said, we'll be back next week with some uh, Dr. Jones, I guess. Probably. So what should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zainty Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatcher of your choice. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.